Oh, it's true, it's true, it's damn true. What's going on, everybody? This is your world's famous wrestling podcast, the World Club Wrestling Podcast. Yes, we back at it again. It is I, the ace that runs the place. Your host also featuring, you already know who it is, the franchise. I am in this biatch. He is in this biatch, man. And I got a special guest. I want somebody. I want to introduce somebody to y'all, man. It's a new. It's a new. It's a new character, man. This this guy is is very excited. He's very excited. What's going on? He feel like his country is being represented very well in uh in the WWE. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Okay, okay. Thank you, thank you, brother. Thank you, thank you so much. The ace, the ace that runs the place, correct? Yes, yes. I I, I like what you do. You're a very good guy. Franchise. Franchise, you're very good. I like what you do too. You're a very, very talented, talented young man. Listen, everybody, this is your home. This is your man. This is the man from Nigeria. I'm from Nigeria. As you as you maybe you could tell by my accent, I don't know if it's little hard is. I am from Nigeria. I am called the root. <laughs> Franchise is why you laugh, huh? Why you laugh, huh? In my country, that is it's important nation where you where I come from. You laugh at my name, the root. Okay. No problem though. I understand you with this in America, the different customs. I understand. But I don't want to say I'm here to celebrate. Thank you. Like I said, thank you once again, Ace. No problem, man. No problem, man. I, I just want to say I, I I'm grateful to be here to just represent my country in Nigeria. Into a pot, and to be so happy of our king, one of our princes, and one of our royal family, Apollo Cruz. Yes, get the steel. My man has finally conquered that 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 behemoth, Big E, with the help of well, I don't remember his name, and but I remember Dabo Kato. I remember he, that's what he used to be called. He has a new name now, but I am so happy to see Apollo Cruz, the Nigerian royal family, royal bloodline. Win the Intercontinental Championship like he like he promised all of us in Nigeria. We are so we are so freaking happy. Thank you so much, Apollo, and thank you so much, Ace. That runs the place. Your rude friend over here, the franchise. Thank you so much for allowing me to come on your platform, your amazing platform, to express my love and appreciation for Apollo Cruz. And also, you guys are doing like I said an excellent job on this podcast. Listen. Root, man, listen, man, I, I appreciate you, man, coming out. It had to be a long flight, but I appreciate it, man. Listen, good stuff, man. You know, I hope you come back again, man. You know, good thing to have you on the family. No problem, no problem. Franchise, franchise, you take care of my brother. You take care of my brother. It's good to see you. It's good seeing you. It was rude that you laugh at my name. I'm the root. I'm the root of this country. You come from, you come from the motherland. You respect me next time when I say my name. Do not disrespect me, Okay? But I'm going to let this slide this one time because you seem like a nice guy. You seem like a very nice guy. Ace, I don't know why he laughed. But listen, you seem like a nice guy. I am out of here. You guys take care. Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. I am the root. Peace. Everybody, that was, that, that was, that was the root, man. You know? New, new character on the team, man. Glad to see <laughs> you. I, I told y'all. He said it. He said that if Apollo wins the Intercontinental title, this is what we're going to get. That's that's what you guys was going to get. Okay. It is what... 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, enough of that. So let's get let's get down to it, man. Okay. L- let's get right into it. Um, dark day. Dark day in the WWE, guys. Listen, it's the anniversary, which I didn't know that. Which I didn't. Well, I wasn't aware of that. But when I went on Twitter, uh, former WWE superstar Leo Rush, Leo, his, Leo, brought it to our attention. And it was like, this is the anniversary of the release. It was a dark day in the WWE. You know, it, it, it almost feels like it's like you lost family members. You know what I'm saying? It's like it feels like you lost. It almost feels like a death of the family. It's, it's very similar to Black Monday in the NFL. Mm-hmm. After the Super Bowl, that's when they start releasing, coaches start getting fired. Mm-hmm. Players get really, all this stuff. That's what they call Black Monday. Yeah, and I guess now it's April fifteenth. Yeah, no matter what day it is on the calendar, April fifteenth is always like the the dark day for WWE. Mm-hmm. And last year was the the hall like they yeah. released every like you people was dropping like hot cake right this year it's it not surprise it was some surprise releases for sure right is it wasn't the amount of people that was cut it was the people that were cut yeah and i have the list right here of the on other people that were released <clears throat> So I'm doing in a ranking in which the lower tier, like I really don't care about those people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you there know. was some cast that got released that I was kind of like, you know, I mean, obviously I feel like WWE could have used, used right. some of them guys. Right. But they weren't really getting utilized. You know what I'm saying? They're back eating, catering, and you know, whatnot. So um, I wasn't really sad about it. But it's just like the fact that, you know, you don't you don't want to see people yeah, lose their job. Yeah, you don't want to see job. somebody lose no job. Yeah. You know, especially and, something that's been in their dream for. Right. Me. So, Kalisto, he was released. Um he got into incredible shape though. Mm-hmm. You know, he he worked on his body, perfected it, got got to a point, but they didn't have no utilization with him. I felt like you should have put him in 205. Put him there. Well, he was in two. Well, he was in two hundred five. I know, but put him there then with like the Lucha House Party. Kind of like took off, and then obviously Kalisto wasn't there. Mm-hmm. It was just uh, Grand Metalik and um, Lince. 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 But um, I heard that once Kalisto was coming back, that he was supposed to get into a rivalry with Rey Mysterio and Dominic. That would have been that would have been interesting. That's that's what I heard. But right now they're kind of like in the in the midst of like the tag team run, it's like Dominic and, and Ray and versus like it's the Academy with Ch- Chad, uh, Chad Gable and whatnot. So, but it would have been interesting to see that. Like if he went with that angle, the Kalisto mm-hmm. versus Ray Mysterio thing, I would have say like almost kind of like a passing of the torch, but I felt like that's more Dominic is getting past that Ray Mysterio torch. And Kalisto was kind of supposed to be the Ray Mysterio, the new Ray Mysterio somewhat, but that hasn't happened. So yeah, I just would have liked to see him, in 205, mm-hmm. I'd have liked to see him more so in the NXT field yeah. because that's where, pretty much where the Cruiserweight yeah. title is, is in NXT. 
So to see him like possibly had a feud with, with Santos. Sheeta. Yeah, those would have been the rivalries that I think would have solidified Kalisto. Um, Wesley Blake. I don't know much of him. Like, wasn't he part of the Forgotten Sons? Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like, that was like an NXT, NXT thing, and he got moved up, and he really didn't do anything. I know. The, uh, I don't He's know. the one that with, was with Elias, right? No, no. Oh, wait a minute. I don't know. I don't because know. one of them, one of them, one of them got released. I don't know. One of them, no, one of them stayed. I think it was the one that was with. It might be Wesley Blake because one of them said something racist. It mean it was still there, mm-hmm. but they cut like the other one. Oh, okay. So I don't, you know, so I don't. So it might have been him, yeah. Because okay. it was three of them. It was three of the yeah. members of the uh, Forgotten Sons. Yeah, and then um, Tucker. Tucker, that was. A, I think what happened was he fell victim to Otis being over. Right. And I think because Otis was over and they did that angle with Mandy, Tucker was put to the wayside. Right. But I was like, Tucker was to me like, yeah, Otis was most definitely, he was super over. He was super over with Mandy. But Tucker was to me like the better wrestler. You know, he was the better in-ring performer. Mm-hmm. So I felt like you could have did something with Tucker. I mean, Tucker could have been, like, part of the the Viking Raiders because he kind of got that look. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could have added him maybe to the group or something like that, or you could have put him with something else. But, you know, I agree with you on that. Like, I guess he might have just fell victim to the, you know, of uh, which by no faults to Otis, fall to the success of what Otis was having. And, you know, yeah. and he's getting a good push. He's still getting pushed now to this to this day. Yeah. Still getting work. Um, Mojo Riley. That's a guy that, I mean, early on, Hype Bros was the shit. You know what I mean? I, I enjoyed that with him and Zack Ryder. Obviously, Zack Ryder got cut last um, uh, Black uh, 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 Black Friday or whatever. Not, uh, what, uh, the last cut. The last cut. So, <laughs> he got he got released. Mm-hmm. And, um... Ever since then, Mojo kind of like lost his way. I remember he did have like a new character or something. He was kind of reviewing was like a broken Mojo yeah, Riley or something yeah. like that. But and then he, I think the Gronk situation took a took a big blow on him, right? Because I think with Gronk being like signing with them, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden Gronk, you know, he gets the call from Brady. And Gronk's like, fuck it, I'm going right. back, you know? Right. And I think that they probably had plans with Gronk and Mojo together, yeah. but because Gronk went back to the NFL, this kind of left Mojo in limbo. Yeah. But also, remember, too, Mojo had the, um, it was Mojo, and he had, like, the security guy, remember the Riddick Moss or something? He had mm-hmm. him. So, I mean, I, I guess they tried after that, because that was after the um, uh, uh, Gronk situation. I feel like they tried a little bit, but also it's just like they just like I said they ain't had nothing for him. Right. But I still, I mean, you know, I'm out. You know, I me, mean, I just feel like you could have did, you could have thrown him in, the, threw him in the tag team or something like that. You could have did something. Yeah. But you know, obviously they didn't want to, so they just you know released him. That's another catering guy. Yeah. Um. That's surpri- your bottom tier. That's your bottom tier, right? Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly, Chelsea Green. Right. Because she was someone that I heard. They had a lot of potential for it. They they seen a lot in her, mm-hmm. and I know that she got injured like her SmackDown debut. She got injured, and 
the rest is pretty much yeah. history, you know. No, but he say that with the WWE. Like, once you get hurt, if you miss some time, like, you get lost in that. And when you come back, you just get lost in that limbo because they're going to replace you with somebody else. And, right. You know, now it's like, your turn is, is up, you know. Yeah. Um, and then we have Mickey James. Not mad at that. Like, listen, Mickey, it was a surprise. I didn't know Mickey James was still on the roster. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, she was, I mean, but it was kind of interesting how they treated her towards her in the end of this run because, like, they deemed her a part of the Legends Night, mm-hmm. but she was still on the roster. Like, she was still an active member on the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I was listening to, to a podcast, and they felt like you could have had her be a trainer. Like, have right. her be... In the back. In the performance center. In the performance center or just like, because uh, she is a seasoned vet. Yes. You know, have her just work with the talent. Right. You know, work Especially with the Especially like ones. the Lanas, the Lanas, the Mandy right. Roses of the world. Work that, with you know. the ones that you know they have eyes on. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as people want to say, I mean, I look at like a Dana Brooke, for example. Like Dana, to me... Trash and ring. Right. But if you had a Mickey with her, just showing her the rope, showing her how to, you know, perfect her craft, yeah, she may be able to get better. That's kind of like what Natty does to some degree. Like, Natty's kind of like a, she's, like I said, seasoned vet. Yeah. But she works with Lana. You know, she works, she, I'm quite sure she works with other other people. So, you, you know. Need, you need more on the female side. On the female side, exactly, yeah. Cause we hear this a lot in the in the wrestling world. Locker room leaders. Right. You need more of those on the women's side. Right. You know, you're starting to see that now. We're gonna get into it a little bit later when we talk about mania. Mm-hmm. But we know who the locker room leaders for the men are. For the men are. But yeah. we kind of have an uh Ideal of who the locker room leaders are in the women, yeah. which is the horsewoman. Yes, yeah. just to be honest. Yeah, you know, and Natty, right? But you need others to do the same thing. Yeah. Like, and I, yeah, and I most definitely feel like Mickey James makes a lot of sense. Hella, you know, hella run. It was in the top fifty, but we felt like she was lower. Obviously, I, I felt like she was. We both felt like she was lower. She's a hall of famer. She's a hall of famer, most definitely. But um, like I said, what she's done in WWE, what she's done in uh, TNA mm-hmm. and whatnot, I believe. Shoot, her husband is Nick Aldis. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, he's been the NWA <laughs> champion for, like, ever. Yep. You know, so, I mean, she has the pedigree to most definitely be a hell of a trainer. And, yeah. the, and most of the trainers, they, they, the trainers, most of the trainers are men that train the women. So, why won't you have with more the exception women? Of, with the exception of the one who's, like, the head Woman's trainer. I forgot yeah. her name, but um, she's the one that a lot of the roster talks about. She's in the performance center. She's yeah. where she deals with a lot of the NXT people. Um, yeah, why not? Why not Mickey James? Yeah, so I don't think Trish does. I don't think Trish. No, no, no. Trish is Trish is nothing. Trish gets the phone call and she's like, "All right, I'll, I'll come in." Right. You know, but these last three, these last three shook everybody up, yeah, man, yeah, for sure. Samoa Joe. Mm. Joe, 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 Yo, Joe, come on. I was listening. But, but, to be fair, 
I don't initially when I heard it, I was upset. Yes. But then after you kind of sit back and you do the research and you see what's going on, I understand why they released him. Joe concussion, you know, he was kind of sidelined. Joe wanted to get away from the announcing and get back into the ring. Right. But Joe wasn't medically cleared. Right. So WWE's like, we're going to put your health above anything. Right. So if you want to go, if you want to go out and risk it, risk it, then go ahead. But not under, not under our contract. Yeah, not under our contract. Right. Because you see how they they take care of Alexa Bliss. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. So they they don't play with that. So I, I completely understand Joe's position. It was something that, you know, a lot of WWE, you know, former WWE people. I know Renee Young was very vocal on the releasing. Yeah. And was one of the things that she said was she was like, you know, like, y'all dropped the ball with this one. You're like, y'all really screwed up with this. He's good on the mic. He's good in the ring. Why are y'all not utilizing this? And you got to take into account, like, it's the, the risk. Yeah. You know, and I loved him on the count. I loved him on the announce team. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it was the funny the the thing I sent you yeah. with him with the poncho on. Yeah. And he was like, I stood out in a thunderstorm, and y'all released me like right. four days later. Yeah. You know, type of thing. But I mean, I I believe that he got one more run in him. Yeah, a lot of people, and this is the one thing that I I, I would say about these releases. It's not like they can't come back. Right. Look at look at two examples. How many times Mickey James left? Mickey James left like what twice? Maybe twice. Maybe twice and came back. So I mean obviously, yeah. But yeah. like when I say that, I'm like, let's just think about Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Think about Jinder Mahal. He got released. Yeah, he got he was yeah. Those two was released, came yeah. back, and then look at what happened with them. Still there. You know, yeah, they're still there, but look at what happened. Drew left, came back. Won NXT title, got moved up, won the heavyweight title. I deserved to get let go. <laughs> right. I was, I was. And is now one of the marquee faces of the company. Right. You know, gender at one point was a marquee face of the company. Right. You know, he came He got back, that push. He, he got a push. Came back, you got know, the push, did whatever. Won at prestige, you know, pay-per-views and stuff like that. Won the heavyweight title, United States champion. Had a decent little run. Made, probably most definitely made some good money. Yeah, you know, you, you know, he made some good money. So, you know, you can't really get mad at you can't get mad at that. He came back. It, like I said, it was the tease that Leo Rush was gonna come back. Remember that? You know, mm-hmm. and, and Leo Rush was very vocal about what happened on Twitter about the releases. But I'm like, I know you still want to come back. Like, that, yeah, the, the, but the, see, I I understand why Leo was coming where he was coming from because Leo's kind of like, yo, like you're you're getting rid of these people. But you never really did anything to put them in a position to to do better, you know? Right. But then you also, there's a lot of behind the scenes things that we have no idea about, right. you know? And then I know Tucker said that he's going to tell his story, but it's not going to happen for at least 90 days because they kind of have that. That ninety days long, that, that, that kind of like yeah. yeah, that gag order where it's like yeah. you can't say nothing, you know, because 
And I'm like this, y'all. Listen, listen. If I'm, I'm quite sure them guys get paid good money. Not maybe some of like the lower tier guys. Not get you might not get the best, like the biggest money, like mm-hmm. like the Romans and stuff like that. But you know, I'm quite sure Mojo made some Mojo made some money. Obviously, I feel like Samoa Joe made some money. Um, Mickey James, like long, long career, got she got it. You and know? she has a career outside of. And the, she has a career. She's she, a country music singer and stuff like that. So she she's she's good. And I'm like a lot of these people. Like Bo, matter of fact, did you you ain't had Bo Dallas on there, right? Because Bo Dallas I, got cut. I didn't. Put Bo Dallas Bo, got Bo, cut. Bo but remember cut. when we found out about Bo Dallas dating Liv Morgan, mm-hmm. and on top of that, they they have a real estate business. Yep. So you know what I mean. So I feel like a lot of these guys. Yeah, you got released. It just you don't want to see nobody lose a job. But at the same time, if I lost a job like that, but I knew how much money I made, mm-hmm. I would be like, I'm 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 not hurting. You know right. what I mean. So I wouldn't be too. I'm not too. Too, you know, too hung up off that on that. And then like I said, WWE recently remember these signed like all them people. Mm-hmm. That's in the performance center. So you know, eventually NXT and he said NXT got some cuts coming, but it's gonna be people That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. You already know who I think they're gonna release. One of my people who think, you know, you know, you know, you know your boy. Our boy. Which one? Velveteen Dream. <laughs> Yeah, it oh, is, bro. I think he, I think he gone, bro. Uh, Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish might get released. I will understand that because of the injuries. Bobby Fish might go. There's probably I, gonna be, there's probably gonna be a, maybe like an announcer, maybe some of the staff, maybe something like that. But you know, I don't know about wrestlers. There's gonna be a few. It would be. I, I you know what. The fan of me of Velveteen, the character, yeah, because people, people have to understand there's a difference between the character and the person. The character and the person, yes. You know the character of Velveteen Dream. Love it, love it, right. The person, not a hundred percent sure. Right. You know because, I mean, whatever legal allegations that he had going on, it came. You know, in my opinion. I don't believe it. You know, I don't believe that whatever was happening was happening. I think that that was just a a case of a fan having this opportunity, getting it, and then being like, oh, well, we're going to exploit it and do all this type of ridiculous stuff because that's literally what some fans do. Right. Um, Or just some people do. Yeah. I mean, case in point, this is not related to wrestling, but the... Um, Aaron Donald situation that yeah. just happened. Yeah, dude was like, "Oh, Aaron Donald's the one that hit me," and now all of a sudden today they was like, "Oh, he's retracting his statement because video footage came out, and it shows that Aaron Donald was trying to prevent the situation from happening." But now he's like, "Well, no, nah, yeah. he, he he didn't, you know." Yeah. I apologize. That's yeah. all they said. I apologize, yeah. to Aaron Donald. Like, come on, bro. My bad. My bad, bro. <laughs> But um, but yeah, it's just that I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he was like go from NXT. Um, Bobby Fish, injury aside, least popular member of the undisputed era. Least popular one, but I mean, I I can possibly see them keeping him for the storyline between him and uh yeah. Because I don't think I don't think Roderick leaving. I, I think that's the part of the storyline. Yeah. Um, but 
to go back to the releases, the shock. The shock of them all. Yes. The right was on the wall, though. We knew when they separated them two, the writing was on the wall. Right. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. And I was going to buy a fucking Iconic shirt, too. The Iconics! <laughs> you know? Listen, man, I honestly thought, like, out of them two, it would have been Billy. Out of them two, I really thought Billy Kay would have been the one released. But I was shocked that Peyton... Also got released. Well, you got You got to look at it though, because I think they did a solid by doing releasing both of them. Right. Because I don't think you can you can separate the two, but they're still together. Like they're still with the company. Yeah. If you release one and not the other, that's gonna have an effect. Right. You know, and that's what I feel like. I feel like they released Billy but kept Peyton. Peyton would have Peyton would have felt it. Right. And Peyton would have been it would have been kind of hard for Peyton. Yeah, it would have been a conflict. It would have been a conflict for her for the yeah. for the, for her. And on top of that, she wasn't even getting used. Right. So it'd be like, yo, you might as well release me. So it was it was definitely a shock to see that them they were released. Mm-hmm. I understand that a lot of people probably didn't look at them as being talented or being great in I the ring. It was very talented. It was very talented. You know, I a lot of a lot of fans was kind of like, uh, no, you know. But yeah. I'm like, if you look at what they did in NXT, like people fail to realize that Peyton had a match with Oscar NXT, and it was actually a good match. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bad. It wasn't a like. It wasn't. It wasn't like seeing. Oscar versus a Dana Brooke, mm-hmm. where you know, and I know I keep bringing up Dana Brooke because that's the, she's one that I'm just like, why is she still in the, why is she still there, you know, type of thing. But you would expect a shit show match between Peyton, I mean, not Peyton, between Dana Brooke and Oscar. Yeah, it would have been over in like a minute. But it just would have been like, it would have been messy, you know? Mm-hmm. When Peyton and Oscar fought in NXT, and it was during like a show, it was a de- it was a decent match. It was fairly one of Peyton's best matches. Right, he you said know? she's very talented, very talented. So, in the ring. I-, I was very surprised at that. Um, and now we have the questions of where do we think these people are going? Ideally, I personally would want to see. The Iconics, AEW. Right. You know, I think you put them in AEW, you put her with her husband, Mm -hmm. and then you just kind of let them work on their character. Well, I don't know if they, I don't know if they're going to put her, put her, if they did put her with her husband. Not with her. Just be there with her Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay. Because I mean, obviously, I would never. Cause I don't really go for that whole storyline of like couples being together. Mm-hmm. I get Cody and thus uh, Cody and uh, Brandy. Brandy will theoretically make sense, you right. know. But like, I even cringe when I seen on SmackDown last night of Bianca and Montez and the Street Profits together. Yeah, not because. 
I think it's just because of like the characters of the of of them. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna get into that a little bit later because I do have an argument or not an argument. I do have a issue with yeah. with Bianca's character now. Yeah. You know, but I just didn't like like I didn't like when she said that we want the smoke. Yeah. Because that's... Street, that's more of a street profit. That's more street profit. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't like the... I damn sure didn't like the Becky Seth. The man's man. Oh, that I, was horrible. I hate That was horrible. But but then it's like they had... It was a plan because he had Baron and Lacey Evans. And that was kind of like the whatever. So you kind of had to have Seth... And Becky have like a rival or whatever like that. So mm-hmm. he, he had that, and he, you know, and it was and it was blew up on social media because I think nobody knew he was dating. They they revealed it, I think, a little after Mania. Yeah, I think so too. Because I think I think the I think the locker room knew, but then I think the world the found public out didn't know until like when there was a photo that was yeah, those presented. two was like kissing or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. So it was definitely. Um, I mean. Like I said, I can see Iconics going to AEW. I was thinking more so Impact because... Of the tag team titles? Tag team titles. And I just feel like Impact has one of the best... They do women, have a better... Women division women in division. wrestling. So, like, what's the name? I know uh, Jazz, she just retired. And um, I heard that Jordan Grace was looking to me. Her contract was about to be up, so she mm-hmm. might leave. I'm not I'm not 100% sure, but like I said, Impact Impact does have a lot of talent on the women roster. And you can also look at maybe ROH, but I think I will lean more so towards Impact Wrestling, but AEW is probably the the next best thing under the WWE. I mean, cuz I I look at it like this. Um I was doing like on was that Wednesday that it was? No. On Thursday, because Thursday was the 15th, um, I was going to do a video and post it on there because Taya Conti did a video. Yeah. A year. Like, she's like April 15th, 2020. Yeah. My life changed. I was released. Yeah. And then she's like, April 15th, 2021. I just was informed that I'm getting an opportunity at the AEW women's title. Right. And just talked about how she she went through her her stages, she grieved, she mourned, mm-hmm. and then she got up, she put in the work, she did what she had to do, and she worked for it. Right. So that's kind of how like I I know no professional wrestler is going to listen to this podcast, but like just listening to her story, listening to her, really like just in general, like if you've ever get in a position where you fall down and you lose like what you feel is your dream, yeah, you know, there's always gonna be another way to get there. Right, exactly. You know, right. So I will always say like with a Peyton and them, because I know Peyton released a statement yesterday. Billy released one later on that night. Yeah. You know, expressing their their feelings and everything and their heartfelt and their love for the fans and everything. And you've seen a lot of the the stars 
you know, telling them like, hey, we love you. Yeah, you like know. I saw um uh Naomi uh had a tweet tweeting with Billy Kay, like talking yeah. about, you know, some of those you know, things he did backstage. And obviously remember the iconics in the new day that got, I was about to bring that up yeah. because they was talking about that. And, and that is something that I genuinely like to see, you know, I like to see them outside. That's why I love Xavier Woods up, up, down, down. Yeah. Because you really get to see them for who they really are. Right. You know, and, Oh, shout out to me and you and winning the up, up, down, down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's probably like the only championship she's going to have right now at the WWE. So shout out to her for that. Yeah. All the... I'm going to get into that later. Um, I just... I, I just... I love seeing how... And like how real and authentic they are. Yeah. So, I mean... It's like... It's a community. It's a family. Like the wrestling right. community really is a big, a big family. And this is probably been one of the best times in wrestling history where all these promotions are out and like flourishing and, you know, doing good, you know, and, and then NWA power is back. Um, ROH is, you know, um, still going on impact, you know, as far as like the pandemic, WWE impact and AEW were like the main three really like still going on and stuff. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's just good to see like, you know, wrestlers, like you said, in their in their natural in their natural element, just having fun, kicking it, you know, especially the gamer community. Right. You know, we connect with that too, because we're gamers too. So it's just great to see like a lot of those personal things. Yeah. So I mean it's it's just like it is. And like I the one clip that they keep showing, and it it just it solidifies to me how like how much I fuck with Samoa Joe. Right. From the Wale Mania. Did you see that clip when when Joe came up? He had the hat on. It came up real like smooth like, and then they started rocking. And he threw up like the dynasty. You know, I was like, "Yo, Joe the man!" Like <laughs> he just came in so cool. It right. was like rapping with Wale. And it's just like, yo, yo, like, yo Samoa Joe <laughs> got he got swag. Like he got he a cool. You can tell he a cool he dude. Cool. He so, mad cool. Like and even cool, and even bro. when like I forgot who I was. What I was listening to, it, had, it was a podcast. I forgot who was on there. It might have been Adam Cole. I know it was a Chasing Glory. And they was talking about it. They was just talking about Samoa Joe. And he was, what, I forgot, I really want to say it was Adam Cole. But they were like, yo, like, Joe's really, like, down to earth. Like, he's really cool. He's really gonna he's like a down-earth person he'll take his shirt off his back to like help you and all mm -hmm. types of things and just to see like even people surprised and praising like joe we love you you know thanks for being the person that you are and it's just like i will, it's good to see him get these flowers right. it's good to see him get these flowers when he really when you really, because like I said, you only look at it. We look at the character, right? We don't never like know this person, like 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 we talk about Karrion Cross all the time. I'm like, yo, this dude just, to, it's just, but you like, yo, he's such a like a nice he's guy, he's a genuine nice, genuinely person. nice dude, and yeah. I'm like, he's probably like the coolest. I would probably love him outside <laughs> of wrestling, you know, outside of you know his in ring stuff. But he's, we we go get into the NXT. Did we always talk about? We talked about NXT standing delivery last. 
we talked about we did the predictions because okay this is okay. the recap okay 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 you okay know. my bad yeah because i'm gonna talk about that because that was we're gonna talk about that but right. yeah it's just like i'll be watching this stuff but i just be like man i don't, I don't take you but samoa joe though i was like yo i don't know about joe i don't know about <laughs> joe but you just see like the tweets and the love and then all this shit that he gets it's like yo he's one of those he's one of those good dudes he's, he's a good genuine one. you know genuine. so sammy Zayn, like yeah <laughs> Like, it's just, listen, it sucks that, you know, these people got released, but I always say that there's always, the door's never fully closed. Mm -hmm. There's always another opportunity outside of the WWE. Right. It just seems like the WWE, like I said, it's the... It's the dream. It's like it's like it's like a dude wanting to be in the NBA or the NFL, and you just you get there, then you get released. But there's Mm -hmm. always something else there. Other other than what the main right main company or main and it's not and and like I said, it's not like you can never go back. You know, you can always go back to the two there. You know, you just got to work on. You got to perfect. You got to do whatever. Now, apparently. There is rumors, there's reports that were circulating last night, well, early yesterday, early Friday, that Kevin Dunn, who a lot of people <laughs> are not fans of Kevin Dunn. He's one right. of the he's one of the producers in the back. And he's done, he's very been very vocal with Total Divas. I know he was very hands-on with the women's evolution and the women's division. He was one of the people that wasn't the biggest fan of Billy Kay. In her accent, her Australian. And just, yeah, whatever. Whatever, like that. And it was like, uh, when fans heard that, fans was like, yo, if we hated him before, this just made us hate him even more. Right. Then, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, I get it. I get it. It it makes sense. But, um. But did you see that, um, that, uh, Becky Lynch tweeted? No. Something about that. She was saying, like, because he had a problem with her accent. Really? Yeah. He he had a problem. He had a problem with her accent. He didn't like her, her Irish accent. And she was just like, I forgot what she said. She said, it was like a, it was like a, um, it was a tweet. She said something. She said, wow. It was, it was like SmackDown, Alexa, Gaslow, um, something about got slapped in her face or something like that, whatever mm-hmm. like that. I don't know what that was about, whatever. But to me, I understood, look, listen, I understood Becky Lynch perfectly fine. I understood Billy Kay perfectly fine. You know, and that's like, it don't make no sense. It's like, but you had them two on the roster. Yeah, Oscar on the roster who doesn't really speak English. But like I said, y'all got rid of Andrade. Y'all had shit for Andrade. Andrade. You know, I mean, Humberto, he's there. He don't. I'm quite sure Humberto speaks some English. I feel right. like I feel. But he it's, look like. But it's fun. It, it's funny because they have a problem with the accent, right? Yet, yet, you had Kofi trying to portray a Jamaican. You got Apollo. You got Apollo faking <laughs> the funk. I'm like, bro, we know, okay, he's Nigerian. Okay, cool. But he's, it's like, bro, I, I could have understood if he was like, I could have understood if Apollo was like, talk his regular voice, mm-hmm. and then boom, he hit you with the Nigerian joke when he about to say something. Like, like who? What? What was you about to say? I don't know. 
Oh, so is that, <laughs> no, 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 because when you were saying that, it it clicked to me. He could have been like King Booker. He could have been like Booker. T- no, why, bro, why was I thinking about that dude like last, like a couple of days ago? Because I was like, yo, Booker T was so hilarious as King Booker. And it was the most, it made no sense because he wasn't from like, he wasn't from England. And but it like was that. so, but it was so funny because you, you will be like, he'll be like, he invested, he was acknowledged. Be- King Booker. <laughs> and then, and then I remember he was like, kiss my ring. And then I remember J. King Lawler, he was like, I'm not going to kiss your ring. He said, what? Like, it's just, it, and he went back to the, it, it flipped. The switch flipped. That is something <laughs> that you could have done with Apollo. Like, have right. Apollo still keep that, still keep his normal, regular you know, voice. Regular voice. And then when it was time to be like serious. Yeah. Like when he was about to say something like, like what he says, my my mother or my father or somebody like that. When he had the ancient the old Nigerian proverb or something like mm-hmm. that. And then he gets into the accent and then he hit you with like get this deal or something like that. And then it's like, okay, cool. Like I can, I can work with that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Co- like the Kofi situation, like this, it's so funny hearing Kofi talk about that. Right. Talk about the, <laughs> the, the Jamaican accent. And I'm like, bro, and he tell you when, the, when he comes out, he's like, he's from Ghana. It, it makes no sense. But like you said, like Kofi was just like, Kofi was like, yo, but they have a Jamaican dude. That's what they wanted. He said, Kofi was like, I was, I was trying to get this money. So he, Kofi was like, fuck it. Like, I'm doing it. <laughs> and it obviously it worked out for Kofi Kingston. So shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just. Shit, he had gold just pretending he had a stuttering problem. Yeah. Yeah. They really did. They really did. But I, I wish, I wish, as they all say, you know, I wish WWE nothing. <laughs> they are. I wish nothing but the best for all those that was released. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, nigga, they, 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 they be, they be fine, man. I, I think I, they I, said. I think they said July fourteenth is when the ninety days is up for them. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll just have to wait That's, and see. Okay. Where, about, about SummerSlam time. Yeah. About SummerSlam. Which will be, which will be kind of I interesting to see because mm-hmm. you know i believe there is rumbles going around that SummerSlam is going to be live i mean not live but they're going to have a live audience mm-hmm. um i can see what they're probably going to potentially do is the big four they may just bring a live audience in mm-hmm. and then all the other pay-per-views they kind of just in the thunder dome so, yeah until until I another year. I, I give it another year. I give it another year, year or two. So, because next WrestleMania is going to be in Texas. Texas wide open. So, <laughs> so, so listen. And WWE was in like Texas. I mean, obviously they're in Florida, but they were like in Texas or something like that. They had live audiences mm-hmm. every week, bro. Like you know what I mean. So, but like yeah, WrestleMania next year is going to be in Texas. Live audience, they good. So they, they straight. What's going on, everybody? It is I, the franchise here, better known as the podcast tribal chief of this Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. And this was part one. That's right, part one of a multi-part episode. It was so much that we talked about that we had to break it down in multi-parts. You just listened to part one. We talked about the releases of 
a lot of superstars, some big names, some not so big. We talked about that. We talked about where we think they're going to go, our reactions to the releases. And on the remaining parts, we're going to talk about NXT TakeOver, Stand to Deliver. We're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania. And you know we're talking about WrestleMania itself. So on behalf of me, the franchise here, and the ace that runs the place, and the root. <laughs> we want to thank y'all for tuning in and thank you for the love and support. Once again, this is the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast.